Welcome to today's Daily PBJ Devotionals. If you're reading the Old Testament with us according to the schedule I've laid out, read Genesis 21, Nehemiah 10, and Psalm 20 today. This devotional is about Genesis 21. Let's read it. Now the Lord attended to Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he had promised. So Sarah conceived and bore a son to Abraham in his old age, at the very time God had promised. And Abraham gave the name Isaac to the son Sarah bore to him. When his son Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded him. Abraham was a hundred years old when his son Isaac was born to him. Then Sarah said, God has made me laugh, and everyone who hears of this will laugh with me. She added, Who would have told Abraham that Sarah would nurse children? Yet I have borne him a son in his old age. So the child grew and was weaned, and Abraham held a great feast on the day Isaac was weaned. But Sarah saw that the son whom Hagar, the Egyptian, had borne to Abraham was mocking her son. And she said to Abraham, Expel the slave woman and her son, for the slave woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. Now this matter distressed Abraham greatly, because it concerned his son Ishmael. But God said to Abraham, Do not be distressed about the boy and your maidservant. Listen to everything that Sarah tells you, for through Isaac your offspring will be reckoned. But I will also make a nation of the slave woman's son, because he is your offspring. Early in the morning, Abraham got up, took bread and a skin of water, put them on Hagar's shoulders, and sent her away with the boy. She left and wandered in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water in the skin was gone, she left the boy under one of the bushes. Then she went off and sat down nearby, about a bowshot away, for she said, I cannot bear to watch the boy die. And as she sat nearby, she lifted up her voice and wept. Then God heard the voice of the boy, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven, What is wrong, Hagar? Do not be afraid, for God has heard the voice of the boy where he lies. Get up, lift up the boy, and take him by the hand, for I will make him into a great nation. Then God opened her eyes, and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water, and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy. And he grew up and settled in the wilderness, and became a great archer. And while he was dwelling in the wilderness of Paran, his mother got a wife for him from the land of Egypt. At that time Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, said to Abraham, God is with you in all that you do. Now therefore swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or descendants. Show to me and to the country in which you reside the same kindness that I have shown to you. And Abraham replied, I swear it. But when Abraham complained to Abimelech about a well that Abimelech's servants had seized, Abimelech replied, I do not know who has done this. You did not tell me, so I have not heard about it until today. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a covenant. Abraham separated seven ewe lambs from the flock, and Abimelech asked him, Why have you set apart these seven ewe lambs? He replied, you are to accept the seven ewe lambs from my hand as my witness that I dug this well. So that place was called Beersheba, because it was there that the two of them swore an oath. After they had made the covenant at Beersheba, Abimelech and Phicol, the commander of his army, got up and returned to the land of the Philistines. And Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba, and there he called upon the name of the Lord, the eternal God. 
And Abraham resided in the land of the Philistines for a long time. This is God's word. When the President of the United States leaves office, he becomes a member of the FPC, that is, Former Presidents Club. While former presidents retain Secret Service protection and other benefits, they no longer live in the White House, work in the Oval Office, or give orders to the military, or any part of the executive branch of government, in fact. That's because when a person leaves a position of power, they lose the power the position gave them. The power stays in the position, not with the person. Here in Genesis 21, Abraham's life finally achieved a measure of peace. He felt at peace with God's promises because the son God promised him was finally born and had begun to grow and mature. We see that in verses 1 through 8. Though it was a sad occasion, the other son Ishmael was sent away in order to ensure that Abraham's estate would go to his son Isaac. We see that in verses 9 through 21. That action gave Abraham some peace with his wife, according to verses 9 and 10. Although Abraham felt personally troubled about it, according to verse 11, God reassured him that Ishmael and Hagar would be cared for and become prosperous, according to verses 11 through 21. Then Abraham made a peace treaty with others in his region, with whom he'd had some differences in the past. We saw that in verses 22 through 31. So some turbulent areas in Abraham's life were now settling down. As I was reading this passage and trying to visualize what it was like, I felt almost a sigh of relief when I read the words, Abraham planted a tamarisk tree in Beersheba. That's verse 33 in the NIV. It's almost as if he planted that tree expecting to live there for a while. Verse 34 says, for a long time in the NIV. And he did that to enjoy its beauty and its shade. Obviously, it takes a long time for a tree to grow. And so Abraham planted that tree expecting to be there for a while so that he could enjoy the benefits of that tree once it grew to maturity. So Abraham was feeling more settled, perhaps, than he had felt in a very long time. But notice what comes next in verse 33. It says, There he called on the name of the Lord, the eternal God. That verse takes us back to the former President's Club. I said that the power of the office stayed with the office after the individual leaves it. But the Lord is the eternal God, according to verse 33b. He never gives up the office. He can't, because only he can occupy it, and only he is worthy of it. He is God for all eternity. The circumstances of Abraham's life were placid now, but tumultuous at other points in his life. What carried him through the tough times in his life was the knowledge that the Lord is the eternal God. God's promises would not fail because he eternally held the power and position needed to make his promises true in real life. Is your life in tumult today? Do you feel distressed like Abraham did in verse 11? Is there a situation in your life where you have to settle for something different than what you want? Abraham felt all of this and trusted the Lord. Let me encourage you to trust the Lord too. He's the eternal God. His plans often perplex us, but they never cause us distress. Every tumultuous situation we face in life is a new lesson on trusting God and being at peace with his eternal plan. And so I hope this lesson gives you some peace today. I hope it helps you to settle some things that are in turmoil in your heart. And I'll see you next time. Hope you have a great day today and that the Lord's peace is with you. May God bless you today.